0: You're listening to BrumPod, the podcast for small businesses, by small businesses, discussing the topics that matter to you, including marketing, networking, generating business awareness, as well as covering various business tools and technology. Brought to you by Brum is Networking, the home of free, stripped-back business networking. Produced by Audioshed Podcast Studio. Welcome to Episode 64 of BrumPod. I'm Richard Heathcote, and I'm here, as ever, with Jason and Ewan. Hello. Hello. And today, given the fact that the Commonwealth Games are well underway in Birmingham as we speak, our title for today is What the Business World Can Learn from the Commonwealth Games. For as long as I can remember, The Apprentice has been on air. Our lives have been filled with such phrases as smash it, knocking it out of the ballpark, doing it for the team, home run, MVP, all of which are absolute bugbears of mine. I just cannot stand that whole, oh, get in there and smash it. I hate it. It just makes my skin crawl.
1: Definitely, definitely stuck in your memory, though, haven't they?
0: They have, annoyingly. I wish they wouldn't. Um, But there are some legitimate ways running a business is very much like uh, the realm of sports psychology. So given the fact that the games are well underway now, we thought we'd have a little look into the concept. Just like in sport, running a business is a marathon and not a sprint. You have to train, get your business fit, Constantly overcome obstacles, and you may not necessarily win the gold. However, judging business success is different for everyone. So, Ewan, your initial thoughts.
1: Well, I was looking at a, a video from a business school professor um, last week, in fact, uh, on strategy. And his view was that, you know, it's not this wonderful plan that you come up with, but the basic question is how do you win? Well, how do you plan to win? And that ties in with what you were saying about, um, yeah, depends what you mean by winning, but how about having to come second? Yeah. Because not everybody's going to win. Not everybody's going to be right on the top of the podium. Uh, I'm not sure that the German women's football team are terribly happy at the moment having come second. But that's by the by. But if you're not Coca-Cola, but you, you are Pepsi, is that such a bad place to
2: be? What do well, exactly. you think, Jason? Well, We have the same thing. It's uh, It's about continuous improvement. Yeah, not everybody takes home the gold medal. And there was the great line, I think some Australian swimmer said, you show me the silver medalist and I'll show you the first of the losers, which is you know, an interesting part of sports psychology if you are at the very top of the game. But for a lot of people, this is a journey. There are some athletes where they will go into these games knowing that they're going to come seventh. But it's an improvement on their previous ninth, and the games after, and the one after that is where they'll move up to sixth and fifth, and then they'll start, you know, getting into the table for medals. And for a lot of businesses, it's the same. Uh, you might be a small business. You might only have, you know, a thousand followers on Twitter or Instagram or whatever your social media of choice is. But that's where you are now. It's where you grow to. It's how you train, you develop, and you, you move forward. That's what sport's about, not just the event on the day, but the continuous improvement. And if you fail now, you pick yourself up, you improve on the next one. Winning is temporary. What was the great Churchill line? Uh, we will fight them on the bit now. <laughs> yeah, but victory is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's always about moving forward. I'm paraphrasing, but there is one of those quotes somewhere. Yeah, there's the other one about being sober in the morning, but I don't think that's relevant.
0: At the <laughs> no, no, not not in this instance. And this can be said for uh, networking as well, can't it? Because uh, over the years, and I can't even think now how many years I've actually been network. Oh no, I can. Uh, since about two thousand and four, and through all the different flavors of networking did they events, have
2: networking back then
0: they did in the dark <laughs> ages. Yes. <laughs> pre-iPhone, horrendous. That's Um, what it used to uh,
1: cost you a groat to get in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, always have a live goat in your boot. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, all flavours of networking I've done over the years. I mean, you'll always get the odd person that turns up that treats networking like a sprint, the ones that hand out business cards to everyone because you never know. And um, people that treat networking as something that's going to be a quick win, which it it, well very rarely is. I mean, sometimes you can just hit gold straight away and think, wow, that was a really good event and I've got three clients out of it. But that's not the norm.
2: Yeah, if you go in saying, I have to leave this meeting with three solid leads, it's the wrong strategy to have. Mm.
0: Yeah, Uh, well, uh, yeah, I've ended up winning clients based on networking events that I haven't been to in years, but people remember you and you've suddenly come to mind when the need arises for somebody or being details being passed on to somebody, and and there it is. You know, that wouldn't have happened had I not met that person at one random event five, six years ago. And, uh, yeah, so it's all about the relationship building, not just the, the quick wins.
1: The other thing is that you get the people who kind of resent not being the only person in their category in the room, um, which, when you think about what we're talking about, is not actually terribly competitive, is it? Um, you yeah. don't win the hundred meters by being the only person to turn up
0: no, that would be the only way I
2: would do it <laughs> <laughs> well I have to I have to make a confession here for anyone listening in is that this was linked with the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, one of the greatest moments for the city in years and I'm not there. I went away on holiday i pretty much missing all of it so how is it going what's the city like at the moment i haven't been in
1: i i i've been through the city center most days and you yeah. it's not it's not that crowded at least the times when i go through um and yes the the odd person i've seen who is obviously part of a team like um the Falkland Islands, or um, or the Maldives, just to be uh, pick the obscure ones. But yeah, it's really not been that bad. Now, what it's been like round Grand Central Station, what it's been like um, during the Russia, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's not been too bad.
0: Yeah, you should try it in the day and not the normal one AM clubbing time. You're not going to get as many people then.
2: Yeah, you don't see a lot of athletes from the nightclubs, but probably the same amount of tracksuits. But that's you know.
0: yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Broad Street.
1: <laughs> Talking about Broad Street, then yeah. just just as a as a tourist tip, the bull from the opening ceremony. Which is an absolutely superb piece of work. It's actually parked in Centenary Square at the moment. Sorry, I'm, I'm sure it shouldn't be parked. I think it should be on display, but
2: it comes to the same
0: thing. <laughs> it's yes. worth it a lot. depends
2: on how many tickets it's got. Is it compatible with a clean air zone as well? <laughs> yes. My, my car is not parked here illegally. It's on display. So it's your balsa. I'm going <laughs> to... Is it a one point six petrol? Is it? <laughs> yeah, but from the social media and the news reports that I've, I've seen, it, it looks like the city has really made a great job of it. You know, there's a there's a lot of positive news. I mean, I you know I, I saw it brag coming. Alert yourself. You know, I was I was watching the world BBC World News from a hotel in Italy, and. Birmingham is on there. You know, yeah, I'm trying to tell people in my rudimentary Italian that yeah, I live there. I know that place. But yeah, it, it does seem like it's it, it's pretty huge for the city.
1: But I th- I think carrying on from that, Jason, is is that yeah, you know, I've I've heard comments that oh, I didn't know Birmingham was so nice. yeah, yeah. and that's just from Brits, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's
2: an incredible true. chance for people to to shine and obviously make the most of it. You know, there's a lot of Birmingham businesses that have an opportunity to really put themselves on the world stage. And it's the chance to be bigger than they ever dreamed. And that was, I mean, when we were talking earlier about the games and the difference between or the similarities between sports psychology and business psychology, smaller businesses have a a huge opportunity to be much bigger on the world stage. And I remember it was um, a hypnotist who was actually saying he was helping some sports people. And one of the tricks he said to one guy was, uh, you picture your biggest rival. And he said, how do you picture him? And he was like, like a giant poster on a wall it's quite intimidating and he said just one move at a time i want you to start picturing them as a tiny little black and white postcard on your bathroom door (laughs) as in just really take the just to level how you feel about them until they stop being this unbeatable rival and just start looking like somebody that yeah i could take them and yeah it can happen for a lot of businesses as well as Big chance where you can say, "The eyes of the world are on us. This is my chance to say I'm a Birmingham business, and I can compete with the best of them in the world." And I'm wondering how many businesses are actually looking at how they can do that effectively.
0: Well, exactly. I think too many businesses also keep focusing on. All right, I'm going to enter cynical mode now. I think too many businesses no (laughs) focus on (laughs)
2: cynical (laughs) alert. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they focus on the trinkets and the awards, yeah, and you know there are some very very good award ceremonies out there, especially you know in the midlands, especially, but there are also a lot that aren't really that good that if you' only focus awards. on the awards it, and if if you don't win an award, it doesn't mean that your business has failed. it's a case yeah. of they may have just paid more for the table, so Again, it, it doesn't mean that psychology. you're yeah.
2: Yeah, but awards, like I said, trinkets. This sounds insane saying it, but it's it's a, a sales psychology. It's a point of view. Is that I always say salespeople aren't driven by money, which sounds crazy because they sell and it's all about revenue targets and the rest of it. But salespeople are driven by achievement. And if you achieve your target or you make that sale or you grow by a certain percentage the money the revenue the bonus payment the nicer car the award these are all the trappings that come with success you don't chase them yourself you know, these trinkets individually you chase success and achievement and these yeah. things are a natural consequence. And if you have that mentality in your head when you start, or you hire salespeople with that sort of mentality, you will be more successful. I mean, what do you think, you? And you're obviously a a much more um established business coach.
1: I tend to come come at it from slightly the consumer angle. Cause, you know, you can go into say a supermarket and they've got some Award-winning wine on display, and you start thinking, "Well, who's who's award? You know, is it is it effectively the supermarket's own award? You know, some some people the award you know, so for I, the
0: nicest font,
1: <laughs> the basketball award for <laughs> the nicest font, the um." Sorry, I've I'm, I'm now totally lost my thread. Thank you, Richard. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
2: No, I've just got visions of yeah. Rith- Richard Heathcote has won the Richard Heathcote Award for voiceover artistry, <laughs> <laughs> and he's won it five years running. That's <laughs> incredible.
1: he's that obviously really good. I'm also employee um, of the month. But I think I think the other problem with some of these awards is you spend so much time winning it, you know, filling in forms and being inspected and all the rest of it that you can take your eye off actually running the business, which is what you really should be
2: doing.
0: And have it happen organically rather than maybe slightly forced.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just remember the success is a consequence of effort. It's not something in itself. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, it, and it ties in with, with the whole followers thing again, doesn't it? You know, um, yeah. I've got so many thousands of people following me on social media. Well, so, what you know, are, 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 they, are they people that, you know, are, are going to be good for me in terms of business? Yep.
0: Discuss? Yeah. Discuss. Well, that's true. I mean, most things like that are just fantasy metrics. And if if they're not necessarily your target audience, then you would be no better off had they not been following you. So,
2: yeah. I must admit, I, well, it goes and, back to the argument about networks. Do you want a small, controlled, very potent network, or do you want a huge network of people that kind of – they're more like acquaintances than people that will give you a solid referral? Which one is best for you? Now, yeah, in most yeah. cases, I'd say potent network, but it very much depends on your business and what you need to achieve by it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Just thinking about Oscars again, and, and you two guys – might be able to answer this um i was just thinking I'm, I'm sure i've seen something that you know an actor has won an oscar and their career then kind of plummets because yeah. suddenly they're an oscar winner and, and actually then getting him into a film is a big thing whereas if you're a kind of jobbing film actor then you know lots of opportunities potentially come along
0: yes you might be
2: seen as unattainable yeah. Too expensive. There's an element to being more choosy about the projects you take on because now you've got a reputation to uphold, or you might seem more unapproachable. So it could be considered counterproductive.
0: And uh, back on to Brum. I mean, it's the vibe around the city, even though I haven't actually been in the city, but see all the reports I've seen on the news and social media. There's a massive positive buzz around the city, and and it's really being shown off to be, yeah, to the best it can possibly be, which is brilliant to see. And it does mean that there's a bit of a positive vibe around the business community as well, which is really good.
2: Yeah. And positivity breeds positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Must must be great to see all the venues packed out and busy in the city centre. You know, I saw a report recently about I think from D and D restaurants saying that Manchester and Leeds are outperforming London because it's just the recovery has been slow there and Birmingham is getting such a boost from having all this international tourism. Mm. You know, it, it must be so good for, you know, all the people that we know that are sales and events managers just to see their their places fully booked out again. Absolutely. I, I,
1: I think as well that um, the volunteers need a shout out because that's, you know, one of the noticeable things going around town is is the number of people i see in in sort of orange and gray livery you know who are the ones who are helping people you know pointing them in the right direction um and making them feel welcome and yeah. apparently raking the uh the surface for the beach volleyball and doing a little dance while they're doing it because they've got music playing so why not um, no. So yeah, you know it's 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 again all part of making people feel welcome in our wonderful city.
2: Well, there's a lot Not of our said. fellow Lions Club members that are volunteering, and yeah, because I'm I'm seeing pictures of them from WhatsApp. I mean, they 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 gave uh, Stuart Sherman Khan a megaphone, which is it's like giving a honey badger a flick knife. It's like <laughs> do you really think he needs that? <laughs> Love you, Stuart. Um, but yeah, it just—it's it, just so great to see ordinary Brummies actually stepping up and doing doing good for their city as well, because they didn't have to, you know, they 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 could have brought in, you know, um agency people like they did with the Olympics and all the other stuff. And it's just it's it it just sums up the city so much that people want to get involved and help and make things better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I think that there was something like 40,000 people volunteered, of whom 13,000 were actually selected. But, you know, that is a significant number of people, A, who are involved, and B, who wanted to be involved.
2: Yeah. But it's great. It's like networking. We've got so many people in the city that get it, more than most other cities, that they're collaborating the helping even sharing with your competitors and rivals ultimately can bring success and again you see that with sport you see all these people lined up and for that one moment when they're all going for the same gold medal they are giving their all against each other but once they cross the line and it's you know lined up who won who came better who did better than last time but didn't get you know a medal they're all friends again because they all shared this great experience of coming together to compete. Yeah. And you see that with businesses as well. Sometimes they compete, sometimes they collaborate, sometimes they celebrate each other's success. You know, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful and it's something that this city has above any of the others that I've, you know, worked in or, or tried to network in. Yeah, 100%. True. you'll be able to see this in action on tuesday the 9th if you're on or around broad street around 10 a.m near the grosvenor casino
1: let it be said that it now has trams running to it as well
2: oh yeah the trams are running and i missed it <laughs> 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 don't worry they'll be off again by the time i get back
0: see us, as ever you'll be more than welcome at bramish networking events as they are completely free of charge. So to round up, yes, do treat businesses in the way that Commonwealth Games has taught us a few lessons. So it's a marathon and not a sprint. And success can be defined yourself. It doesn't need necessarily a trinket to tell you that you're doing well. So on that note, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to BrumPod, the podcast for small businesses by small businesses. Brought to you by Brummies Networking, the home of free, stripped-back business networking. Produced by AudioShed Podcast Studio. Follow us on Twitter, at BrumPod. You can follow and subscribe to future episodes using Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and several other podcast platforms. Just search for BrumPod. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard, then please do consider leaving us a review. Music by Bureaucratic.